Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. What a day today. NASDAQ up 198 points, up a big 1.7%. Saw some very strange undercurrents today. Uh, we'll cover all that in a moment. But first, tomorrow's the big day. This is what everybody's talking about because uh, the Fed is pre-announced. <laughs> Jay Powell, the rock star, they've pre-announced that tomorrow at Jackson Hole, the annual Jackson Hole gathering, it'll be virtual this time, but that Jay Powell, the rock star, is going to come out and blow us the you-know-what away. That's been the advance word for a couple days. Tomorrow we'll find out if he can deliver. As you may remember, Tyler did the work on this uh, some time ago, and about 90% of the time that Jay Powell speaks, the markets tend to crater. So we've been big advocates of just unplugging his microphone because the markets typically are up, and then he speaks, and someone pulled the chair out. But uh, tomorrow he should not disappoint uh, because they've laid it out there. Folks, this is the advanced word. The Federal Reserve is planning to, beginning next month, make it very, very clear. You will get advanced copies of this tomorrow probably from Powell. It was a very strong hint that the Fed is, gonna, uh, is going to keep interest rates near 0% where they are now for a full five years. They are determined to jumpstart this economy. In their words, they want inflation. They want a lot more inflation. They will not stop at nothing until they get it. Five years of rates near 0%. Now, you might say, well, wait a minute. Why is that any different than the way I've been? I mean, we, we've had near zero rates for pretty close to, what, nine, ten years now. Well, the difference is the Fed's never said they're going to keep rates at near zero for five years, regardless of what happens, regardless of any improvement in the economy. They're determined to get inflation above 2% because anything less than that, the, the, the big worry they have is deflation, as in a deflationary spiral, because that's when banks begin to implode because debt defaults are happening. So the banking cartel will do anything to prevent that from happening. We should start getting evidence of that tomorrow. And again, that's why the NASDAQ was up 1.7% today in advance of that, because there is no group that will perform better in a 0% interest rate environment for five years than tech and tech-like groups, big mega caps. That's what moved higher today. Again, we'll cover that more in just a moment. But we also learned, and Tyler covered this a bit yesterday. I want to mention it again today because we think it's that important. Ed Hyman is the uh, kind of the uh, the economics investing guru over at Evercore, and uh, they've done some very interesting work. They believe, and they have evidence to, to back this up, that the U.S. has now started a new economic expansion. Here's why that matters. The last five U.S. expansions have lasted eight years on average with a range of five to 11 years, and this is the key point for a lot of us here in the investing world, the average gain over those five expansions in the S&P 500 has been 250%. So as crazy high as this move might seem, as crazy advanced as it may seem, as overbought as it is, extreme overbought in the VR investing system, you know what? The dips are probably going to be short-lived. You know, we'll probably have, a, as always, we'll have a few scares here and there. It won't be parabolic straight up for, for years but <clears throat> this market's going higher. The Fed's going to ensure that this market goes higher. And we're getting great news out of the housing uh, industry as well. Again, we just learned that uh, new home sales soared in July to the highest level since 2006. 
up a huge 36% from just one years ago, year ago. I mean, it just doesn't seem to make any sense during coronavirus insanity. But folks, it's right there in front of us. And if you're following us, you know that housing is our most, it's the single most important leading economic indicator. It's our most important indicator from a timing point of view and a U.S. economy point of view for the VR investing system. And it continues to lead the U.S. economy higher. Uh, so it all, it all makes sense as, as much as it doesn't make sense in this environment. It makes sense that the lows are behind us. We have a new economic ex- expansion taking place right now. And the Fed tomorrow uh, looks like they're going to light this fuse. They'll get a lot of inflation. They'll wind up looking foolish for it at some point. But in the meantime, there's only one place to be, and that's invested heavily in these markets. We also think it's time to be invested in precious metals and miners because there's one thing that gold loves more than anything else. Inflation. That's the primary role of gold. It serves as a hedge against currency inflation. This is exactly what Jay Powell and his banking cartel buddies want more of. They're going to get it. History, history will probably look at these people like fools, probably the fools that they are, when it all comes crashing down. That could be years from now. It may never happen. But in the meantime, owners of precious metals and miners will love them for it. All right, let's take a look at the market today. Again, uh, big move today. Uh, Dow Jones up 83 points. Dow was down most of the day. Staged a uh, kind of a mid to late day rally, closing up 83 points at 28,331. Our winner again on the day was the NASDAQ up 1.7%, up a big 198 points. Just a huge move there uh, with the internals less than enthusiastic. I'll tell you about that next. This was a bizarre day. It really was. I don't think I've seen anything like this in my career. Uh, SP 500 also up 1% today. And then the loser on the day, Russ 2000, continues to go the other way, down 7 tenths of 1% today. But here's what really matters most it's the internals under the hood. Because, again, a 1.7% move higher today in NASDAQ. Why did we have 400 more declining stocks than advancing stocks in NASDAQ? That is not good. Now, up down volume, much healthier. Not 2 to 1, about 1.8 to 1, but still, the advanced decline was weak. And by the way, we also saw across the board negatives uh, in the uh, NYSE, advanced decline was negative, as was up-down volume. Still, the savior here continues to be new 52-week highs to lows. And again, we saw it again today, about 274 274 new 52-week highs to just 20 new 52-week lows. That has begun to contract. We're not seeing the same huge numbers, four or 500 stocks hitting new 52-week highs. Still, it's a very healthy Day, but but again, just bizarre from my point of view to see the Nasdaq up 1.7 percent and to have more than 400 stocks declining than advancing. Uh, that uh, that's uh, that's that's less than healthy. Uh, as bizarre as that sounds in this market uh, that we're seeing right now. In our sector watch today, we had of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had six close higher, five close lower, led by communication services up 3.7 percent, technology up 2 percent. Consumer discretionary up 1.4%. Our loser on the downside was energy, down 2.2%, even though oil was flat today. Oil today flat at 43.41 a barrel. Also in our commodity watch today, again, gold, big move higher. This looks like a, a, a near perfect uh, traditional pullback that we've just seen in precious metals and miners on the charts. Uh, we, we saw pivot points that held yesterday and reversed higher. We think it's significant, as does 
One of my favorite uh, technicians on the planet, John Murphy of StockCharts.com. He put out a piece today as well saying the same thing. And we saw the recovery yesterday and we saw the jump today. Uh, gold today up 1.9%, up $37 an ounce, back to 1961 an ounce. Silver up a big 4.8% today, up $1.27 an ounce, closing at $27.54. And the miners, again, that's where the leverage is. That's where the majority of the gains come from. GDX, the miner ETF today, closing up. 2.5%. GDXJ, the junior gold miner ETF, up a big 3% today. Pretty much as you'd expect, outperforming better than 2 to 1. That's what we want to see. Finally for the day, Bitcoin today closing up 184 at 11,487. Folks, hope you had a good day and even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.